Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. It is good to be with you. Hello. What up? Everybody have a good weekend. Today is one of those days that we have so many things in the stack. The stack overfloweth. It overfloweth. I don't even know where to begin, but we're going to begin with last night. Oh, my gosh. That game. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did you have a good time? That game. 147 to go in the game on fourth down and nine for the Buffalo. Placement down. Bass's kick is up, and the kick is no good. A little prophecy. Tyler Bass has struggled, and he just misses the kick. Kansas City will next snap with a 34-yard And the Chiefs will take over at the point of the missed kick. Their own 34-yard line as Tyler Bass misses this wide to the right. Hmm. Boy, was that a roller coaster of a game or oh, what? Oh, my word. I believe there were five lead changes yeah. in the span of a quarter. And also, has anyone else noticed that Tony Romo only talks about the team that just made the last best play? He just flips and flops back and forth. So the Bills would make a play, and he's like, well, that's what I've been saying all night. I mean, these Bills, it's really going to be tough for the Chiefs to overcome that. And then the Chiefs would make a play, and he'd go, well, that's what I've been saying all night. I mean, I I just don't know that the Bills are going to be able to overcome this. I just don't know how you get past Patrick Mahomes. Every single time. And then he would flip and go, I mean, that Josh Allen, (laughs) this is what I've been saying all night. Romo's never wrong. Dude, pick one. I'm a love-hater on Tony Romo. I am, too, because I think he's a nice guy, and I adore Jim Nance. And and I think he means well. Well, yes, but he just he makes stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you ever listened to a Tony Romo called game? Well, and in, in the middle of the game, he'll be like, "Well, that's what we call the tractor trailer." No, nope. <laughs> nobody's ever called it the tractor trailer. There was news last season of the NBC uh, CEOs, the the C suite of the NBC folks, going to his house unannounced to tell him that he needs to start preparing for games. Something tells me that he has not started preparing for games because, yeah, he just says whatever pops into his mind. But you know what? Look, we came out on top. There are so many different parts of that game we could talk about. Did you see the local fan? And this has gone viral, and I'm going to play it for you, Scott, but I'm going to describe it first. A local fan is at home, and right before the kick, follow me here, right before the kick, they say, uh, we're going to do our part, you know, to try to make the the kick not go in. Right before what they do, what Tony Romo calls the rope-a-dope. Right before the rope-a-dope. They're going to do the rope-a-dope. Right before the rope-a-dope, 
they turn on in their living room a fan, like an actual blowing tall fan. Like an air conditioner. Like an air conditioning fan. Okay. And they say on this clip, doing our part with this kick to blow the kick wide right. Yeah, so the fan is on the AKA, left side of the TV. The fan is on the left side of the TV. And by fan, I mean not Chiefs fan. I mean like like a woo Like an air fan. Like an air fan. They're, they're trying to rope-a-dope the ball. They blast the fan to the right. And they say, look, we're just trying to do our part, right? We're just trying to do our part. They blast the fan to the right. And listen. They blew the fan to the right. No good. It's because of their air fan. (laughs) You can hear Mitch Holtis in the back. Oh, Oh, play Mitch. Play Mitch again. Play Mitch again. I got I got to hear Mitch. I got to hear the call. One forty-seven to go in the game on fourth down and nine for the Buffalo. Placement down. Bass's kick is up, and the kick is no good. A little prophecy. Tyler Bass has struggled, and he just misses the kick. I feel so bad. Oh, I do too. Because my my nephew is a kicker. I know. And he's going to the University of South Dakota next year. To kick. And maybe there is a chance this kid is good enough. He might someday end up in the NFL. Who knows? And if he does. I would would crumble up and cry for little Mr. Bass, who is the cutest little guy. Little Mr. Bass that missed that kick wide right because our Kansas City person put a fan on it. He he was nine for nine. They kept saying nine for nine when it comes down to the wire. So yeah, I announced or cursed him. I said to my roommate, I- "I'm gonna I'm gonna curse him right now." And I go, and he's nine for nine. And then he missed it. And I was like, "Yes!" I'm telling you, I just started screaming, "No good, no good!" And I I still can't believe that just happened. Now keep in mind that just would have tied it. I think we would have won in overtime anyway. Here's something else I want to talk about. Our sweet Patrick Mahomes. At the end of that game, skipping and running, and I just wanted to hug him because I love him so much. Throwing projectiles at our quarterback as he ran over to give his gloves to a child that was a Chiefs fan in the front row. Those fans should be charged with assault and battery with a projectile, Scott. Full stop. Wow. They, first of all, they were throwing and missing all night. If you haven't seen that meme, one of the Chiefs players actually said, uh, "No one in that stadium could throw last night." Basically, saying snowballs and or footballs, and he said it. I caught it and threw it back. But you should not be allowed to throw anything at the players. If our fans threw, well, you're not supposed to. Let's say, yeah. say threw a beer at a player. You would be ejected. And all night they're throwing snowballs, and then they're trying to bean him as he goes over to that child. Has anybody checked on John Grayson? No. I feel too bad. I can't. I can't. He's not a happy camper today. I feel too bad. But back to the snowballs, there has to be some sort of rule. That has to be a penalty. If the Chiefs got in trouble multiple times for being too loud. What what are you going to do, Sam? I mean, the game is over. They're out of the playoffs. No, no, no. Are you going to keep them from being in the playoffs for the rest of the season? During play. Every time the Chiefs were in the end zone, any time that Patrick Mahomes was throwing the ball at a receiver in the end zone, those receivers had snowballs flying at them. That should be pass interference by the fans. 15-yard penalty. I don't disagree with that. I actually don't disagree with that. 
Because it it now is encouraging others to do the same. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a thing to throw snow in Buffalo, so why can't we throw a beer? I, I don't understand yeah. why no, that was no, allowed I, to happen. I, I, I'm totally fine with that. Okay, and then last night I get a video from a dear friend in the northeast part of the country. And, you know, we are all just flipping around watching all the television stations last night because 41 is the Chiefs station. We were watching some of Lynn Jennings on Channel 9. We swapped to 4 for a minute. You know, who's got the news conference live? Who's taking it live? Mahomes is now on the stand. So we're flipping around to all the channels. And we land on Channel 5. And I watched them for a while. Everything seemed fine. Nothing seemed to miss. They had a sports guy and a commentator. And then my phone blows up. And someone sends me a quick video clip. The Channel 5 sports guy was so excited oh. about the win, I think he forgot to enunciate a word. And I had to call Scott today, you guys, and say, can we play this? Because I don't know if we can play this. Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, but enough about them. Desmond, how do you deal with the emotions of a game like this? Because I was a wreck just watching it. Yeah, well, for a <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stop. Stop laughing. You have to hear the whole thing. The Don't laugh. Stop. Disaster, but if they win, well, they have buried the Bills. I don't want to hear about Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, but enough about them. Desmond, how do you deal with the emotions of a game like this? Because I was a wreck just watching it. Yeah, well, for a He was a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we need we you to all step were. out of the car. We all were. <laughs> Even those of us who are physically incapable of becoming that way, I was. Were. I believe I was for the first time last night <laughs> when that kick went wide right. Somebody on the text line says that a couple years ago at one of our home playoff games, there was a bunch of snow in the stands, and we too were throwing. Look at Sam balls. trying to move us along. No, <laughs> yeah, like, Sam, we're, we're gonna need, somebody's got to be an adult. We're going to need to break this down. <laughs> So I send this to our sports guys. Because if the Chiefs lose this game, oh, it's disaster. But if they win, well, they have buried the Bills. I don't want to hear about Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, but enough about them. Desmond, how do you deal with the emotions of a game like this? Because I was a wreck just watching it. He was a wreck. (laughs) I send it to our sports guys, and I go, oh, my God. Like, could he be fired for that? No. And Cody writes back and says, <laughs> enunciation is important. Yeah, math math is hard. And so I write to Cody and I said, wait, do you think he said something else? Because I very clearly hear what my friend heard. And he said, I think what he was trying to say was, was I was a wreck. I was a wreck. But it came out erect. Tuh. Tuh. <laughs> Thinking about it. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight five eight six seven seven nine eight here on Dana and Parks. <laughs> uh, sad news today from CNN. Dexter Scott King, the youngest son of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., has died at the age of 62. 
the King Center confirming in a statement the 62-year-old civil rights activist died today after a battle with prostate cancer. He was the third child of Dr. and Mrs. Uh, Coretta Scott King and was married to Leah Weber King since 2013. Uh, died at his home in Malibu. His wife says in a statement he gave it everything and battled this terrible disease until the end. As with all the challenges in his life, he faced this hurdle with bravery and with might. You see Sarah Ferguson um, underwent uh, a procedure for breast cancer, and while they were in there operating on her for that, they found malignant melanoma. And so she Mm. is now in recovery for that. And, you know, she was so fair-skinned. You know, red Red-headed, hair, yeah. you know, freckles everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, malignant melanoma. But they, you know, thank God the doctors found it. That was in the news over the weekend. Get your body checked, people. Yeah, for sure. No doubt. Get your body checked. Okay. Um, mm, let's just dive right into this one. Uh, you have probably heard the name if you have been around town uh, for any length of time, John Paserno. And there are a handful of attorneys around town, uh, Carl Cornwell would be one of them, Tom Bath would be one of them, that if you are accused of doing something very, very bad, uh, those are the names that you would call, call or hear in the news uh, for some of the biggest trials that Scott and I have covered over the years. And John is certainly uh, one of them. And this was the headline over the weekend in the Kansas City Star. Attorney says Kansas City man was in bed, unaware of three friends' deaths outside of the home. Story by Andrea Click, and I'll just read it here. An attorney representing Jordan Willis, the man whose friends were found dead outside his Northland home earlier this month, said his client had no knowledge that they had died until police arrived at his door. Rumors have circled on social media about Willis since his friends David Harrington, Clayton McGinney, and Ricky Johnson were found dead at his home on January 9th in the backyard, you will remember, frozen, Scott, off of 83rd Terrace. Police were called to the home by McGinney's fiance, who was searching for him at Willis's home, where he, Johnson, and Harrington went to watch the Chiefs game that Sunday. No one had heard from the men after the game that night. When there was no answer at the door, you remember she broke into the basement Mm-hmm. Found one dead body on the back porch. Officers arrived and found the two other men dead in the backyard. Police at the time said no obvious signs of foul play on or near the scene. And they are still awaiting toxicology in the medical examiner's report to see how these men died. Enter John Paserno, the attorney who represents Willis, said his client knew nothing about the men's deaths and last saw them when they exited his home and Willis went to bed. Willis didn't know that the men remained in his backyard and may have needed medical attention, according to Paserno in a news release. Paserno said Willis had not received calls or texts from loved ones or his friends prior. He didn't receive them. It doesn't mean they weren't sent because we know people were frantically texting. Where are these guys? Two people came to Willis's home, but he didn't hear them because he sleeps with headphones on and a loud fan. Another person contacted him on Facebook Messenger. Willis didn't see that message until after police showed up. Two of the men parked their cars and left them, as you know, on the street, Scott. Willis didn't notice the cars and said he would not find it unusual 
for his friends to leave their cars at his house overnight. Now, this was two overnights. When police arrived, Willis allowed them into his home and told them what he knew and willingly consented to the search of his home, according to Paserno. Quoting here, Jordan is unaware of how his friends died and, like the rest of us, is anxiously awaiting the results of the autopsy and toxicology report. On behalf of Jordan and his family, we wish to express our deepest sympathies to the friends and family members of the young men. Our thoughts and prayers are with him. All right. There is so much about this story that I don't like. There is so much. So I was trying to talk this out with my husband on a a long trip back from St. Louis yesterday because I cannot. There are so many scenarios that just don't make sense. And I know all Mm -hmm. of our listeners are agreeing now. Mm -hmm. Why were they in the backyard? Even if they let's say they stepped out back to smoke. Three grown men do not drop dead simultaneously. Correct. In the backyard. Correct. You know what would be believable, and we know that this did not happen, if all three had been shot. If you said to me all three men, for some reason, were shot dead in the backyard. But there were no signs of foul play. No signs of foul play. So what else makes three grown men that we presume have cell phones, we know they had cars. We don't know where their keys were. The keys could have been in the house. But you have access to the house even if you have to break in a door. You would have access to the house. The, the one thing, the, the, the key to what happened here lies with the simultaneous deaths of three men. What would cause, boom, all three die? Because even if you said to me, Scott, they had been drinking, okay, that's not going to kill you all at the same time as you freeze to death. Even if you said to me there were drugs involved, even if, and we don't know that there were drugs involved, three men do not drop dead at the exact same time outside. It's almost like, and I know this is also not a possibility, lightning struck that backyard and, and struck down all three of them at the same time. Sarah and I were having a conversation about this story the other night. And I was telling her my BS meter is going off full tilt. At some point, you have to be the last of the three guys standing. Right. The the other two guys are laying in the snow. Yes, outside of a lightning strike or a shooting, you're the last guy standing. And there's no signs of foul play, so we assume that they all three did not die at the same time. At some point, you are the last man standing. At that point, do you say... This is not going well. I'm going to kick in the door. And I'm going to get my keys or I'm going to wake Tom up. I'm going to army crawl. I'm I'm I am getting inside this house or I'm going to the next door neighbor. And I'm going to knock on their door and say we've been locked out of my friend's house. We're over here to watch the Chiefs. I need my keys. Can, can you dial 911 for me please and get a cop now, over here? Let me tell you this. If you are watching a true detective, and yes, I'm bringing in Hollywood for one second, and you'll understand why, and it will make sense, I promise. If you are watching the latest season out of Alaska, there are several men who go missing, and it appears they froze to death, okay? Mm-hmm. When they find the bodies, they are all frozen. One of the things they keep saying is that hypothermia can cause, when you are outside, yeah. delirium. Like where you will not know what's going on, which way is up, which way is down. 
that you are so hypothermic and so cold, you don't understand good decision making, Scott. You literally lose the ability to make decisions as your body is trying to warm itself up and save itself. But even then, you would have to have me believe then that all three are in some hypothermic delirium state dying at the exact same time with different body which, weights, which they're with not. different tolerances for alcohol or other substances. There's no way they all died at the same time. So why were they all in the backyard dead? Because there's a privacy fence in the backyard and the cars are in the front yard. So? Unless they were so aggressively drunk that they didn't even realize that said delirium was setting in. And by the point that you're the last guy standing, you don't even realize that you're the last guy standing. But do you really believe that? I don't necessarily believe I, I, it. I'm but. telling you right now, I think there is an enormous possibility that there was no crime involved here. Oh, I don't think there was a crime. There is a huge possibility that if this homeowner went to bed after some, let's say some bender, you've all been watching the Chiefs game and you crash on your couch yep. and you don't know what's going on out back and you see the cars and you think, well, they Ubered home. I th- there's a, I, I don't even know what to say to the families about this. There is a possible with John Paserno, there is a possibility there is no crime here. 913-586-7798-586-7798. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So it is a story out of the Northland that offers more questions than answers. Three men found dead last week in the backyard of a Northland home. No foul play. They were there at a friend's house watching the Chiefs game. And then he goes to bed. Wakes up a couple days later and his three friends, their cars still parked out front, their bodies out back. 913-586-7798. The phrase wakes up a couple days later? Well, yeah. I mean, you am, I, could, am I wrong? I could almost see that, let's say he passes out, puts his headphones on, he's got his fan on, he goes to bed Sunday night. I can almost see he stumbles out of bed at noon the next day and is like, okay, their cars are still here. Keep in mind, this didn't all come to light with the authorities and the fiancé until one full day after that into Tuesday night. Where she comes over. Yeah. And breaks into the basement window. For two days, you wouldn't wonder why are those cars still out there? Let's go to Beth in Mission. Beth, good afternoon. Hello. 
Hi, guys. Love your show. Thank you. Sure. Um, I, I'm smelling a rat. I'm sorry. You just you just don't pass out for two days. And uh, from what my understanding is, the gentleman had a dog. So being a dog owner, those dogs, I have two, you certainly can let your dog out and not notice your friends there that are deceased and their cars out in front i'm i'm going to the dark side i'm thinking there's so I'm beth, beth i'm gonna stop play. you I'm, I'm gonna stop you right there because i saw what you were going to say yes I, I have a friend who is close enough to the case that told me the dog was not there that okay. because he okay. was because i i'm with you when we heard there yeah. was a dog i was like all right yeah. wait a minute Right. My girlfriend said to me, it is her understanding the dog was not there. And so if if we take the dog out of the equation, we're right back at how did they all three die at the same time? Yeah, but I, I, again, I'm going a little bit to the dark side due to our current situation, what's going on in the world. I have to say that alcohol is one thing, but, you know, to be passed out for two days and not notice that their cars are there, not caught, no, nobody's. You know, I, I just it just doesn't make sense. I'm not saying anybody did anything wrong. I'm just saying I think we right. were maybe just a little too inebriated with some other things that we just didn't mm. wake up or, you know, all the way around. But I, I hope that's not the case. But it, it's a terrible tragedy. But um, it's just it's just it is interesting. I mean, it, it unfortunately, I do. I do find out like you, Dana, I love all this stuff. And my sister is probably listening and she's going to be laughing. But um, I. Yeah, I, I can't help but think that there's other things involved. And we'll see when they get the toxicology report. And I just don't understand why that's taking so long. But, yeah. of course, the gentleman that lived there, um, there's no toxicology on him. So, I mean, I well, you know, and, we, and we don't know that. I mean, if he voluntarily let police into the house and said, come on in, and, and keep in mind, police said there were no signs of foul play in or out of that home, Scott, this could be the world's most shocking, horrifying, awful tragedy involving four buddies. And again, a crime may not have happened. Dave in Liberty. Dave, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, Dana. Hey, Scott. Hi. Uh, there is one drug that hasn't invaded the nation that takes a life very quickly. And most people don't even realize they've taken it and they die. And that would be fentanyl. Uh, these young men could have possibly been offered something or taken something that had that in it, and it could have taken all three of them out, not all at the same time, and maybe one or two were taken outside and thrown into the snow to uh, shock them back if one thought that would revive them, but it didn't work, and then another one passed away later. Uh, the best way to get away with a crime is just, I'm not going to say there was a crime committed, but if there were, the easiest way to get away with it is just, I don't know anything that happened. I was asleep. I have no idea. And then people just have to guess. Yeah. You have to prove now that something was done. Somebody else doesn't have to prove right. anything. Right. And, and you thank you, thank you, Dave, it. for the call. If Scott and I and Sam and Dan are all in a room and we decide together to make not the best adult choices, okay? Mm-hmm. All four of Dan just looked in here. What? If the four of us are in a room and we decide together not to make the best adult choices and three of you 
leave my house. I don't. I don't know that I've necessarily committed a crime. Do you, do you follow me here? I, I follow you that exactly. The four of us decide to go on some bender. Let's say we do, and we don't know. And that we this don't. Is what we this, don't know that. But it, it just three grown men do not just drop dead at the same time and freeze nope. to death. That it doesn't happen. And, and, and what I can't figure out is why they never. And we, I, I think it's fair to speculate, tried to get back into the house or tried to go to a neighbor's home. When one or more of them is dropping dead in the backyard in the snow. At no point did anybody say, we're in trouble here. We need to get back in the house. Uh, well, the house is locked. And where were their cell phones? Like, it just all, none of that makes sense. But if all three of them shared the same substance without drawing any massive conclusions here, and that substance happened to be laced with something else, they would not have known that the other folks were having a bad reaction because they were dealing with the same negative reaction. And nobody came looking for them for 48 hours. Now that is where things get fishy. Nobody once. Now granted, the- see, we live in a life 360 world, Scott, where we have young ones. We have um, college age and recently graduated college age kids. I have my mom on life 360. Like we, because of the business I think we're in, we are constantly tracking everybody. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? I want to be on Life 360 in case my car slides off the road and but, I end but, up in a ravine. If, if you didn't hear from Chris for a full 24 hours, you wouldn't be concerned? And I, and you're saying I don't have him on my phone tracked somehow? Correct. Of course. I, I would that night have been like, are you coming home? And then certainly the next day. But these were grown men. And if they, they were in their 30s. I know. I know. I know. At, at no point did anybody say... Work Man, wherever they worked. I haven't heard from Sam since yesterday. What if one? Of, what if they had Monday off, Scott? I mean, there are all kinds of scenarios. Monday was a holiday. Monday was a holiday, so they're not really missing from work until Tuesday. But so, they would have been missing from. Fa- to me, they would have been missing from family. What if it were a semi-regular thing where they would watch football on Sunday and then hang out on Monday the day after? You know, be responsible, don't drink and drive then maybe they wouldn't start raising the red flags until the following day. Sam in North Kansas City before we go to the break. Hello. Hey, thanks for the show. I love you guys. Everything about this story sounds very fishy, like the lady said. You know, how do three people go in the backyard and all three die at the same time? You know, was there a crime committed? Anytime there's drugs involved, why, uh, to me, you give somebody drugs, that's a crime. You know, and especially when somebody dies of the drugs that you give them, you know. But, yeah, how can three people go missing for three days and nobody, you know, this guy doesn't even go on his back porch or nothing, you know. You know, even when I have a little bit too much to drink, I'll look out back or anything, you know. And especially if the cars are still parked out front, that's going to raise, you know. Hey, man, why is your car still out here two days later? But, but Sam, as the sole person who uh, likes to drink wine on this program on this side of the glass, we have all had those mornings, even as adults, where you wake up and you're like, oh, man, wowza should not have had that last glass or two. You mm-hmm. know you know what I'm saying? We've Been all there. had that morning where you just kind of lay in bed all day. Now, two days, again, I don't. that's stretching, I think, understanding for most people telephone number here is 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on dana and parks
Got the news coming up. Top of the hour. Uh, Gerald in Overland Park. Gerald, good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. How are you all doing today? We are doing well. Thank uh, you for asking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, uh, I was calling, um, and I don't want to cause any disparages on anybody because I don't know the family and I don't know anything about them. But as I was telling the screener, uh, to me, it sounds like a party that went bad. Um, there's been warnings out there, and like I said, I just just speculation. There's been warnings out there that in your drugs that people are using uh, for their recreational use, whatever they may be using for, the drug dealers are are you lacing with fentanyl. Uh, number one to increase the high. Number two to stretch out the product. Um, and and I also was kind of concerned about. Yeah, the three young men were found in the back. As I was telling the screener, in those situations at times, the body will overheat. And I just wonder, just this is just, just me speculating, I just wonder if those three young men were looking for relief and looking for cool and trying to cool off. Um, as because I your body, well, Gerald, because your body doesn't realize you are hypothermic. You actually feel hot. Did Jason Kelsey realize? I don't think he did. That he was hypothermic when he ripped his shirt off during the game. Was somebody having a little too much fun in Buffalo? Oh, my gosh. Somebody said, oh, sure, when Jason Kelsey does it, it's hilarious. When I do it, I've had enough, and it's time to go home. <laughs> and he even, did you guys see, he even left the the suite. Oh, it is so Jumped funny. into the crowd. Yes. By the way, that man is an animal because that suite, the bottom of that window was at the shoulder of the yes. stadium worker standing next to it. And he just cleared it like it was nothing when it was time to get back in. Didn't need a knee for support to get up there. Just oh my gosh. two hands on it. And we're good to go. I love him so much. Somebody said um, on Twitter last night that there is no other choice but to have Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift as the halftime entertainment at the Super Bowl. Wow. Jason would be billed first. <laughs> now, he he was fun to watch. He was having he was having a good time. This was a guy who was a week removed from probably retirement. Yep. Cheering on his brother. And he is just thrilled. He did uh. the bowling ball shot during uh, tailgating out in the parking what, lot with a, some what's Bills a, what's fans. A bowling ball? It, it looked like he took a shot out of a bowling they, yeah, ball. Yeah, they set a bowling ball on a stand and fill up one of the finger holes because there's two finger holes and a thumb hole. Fill up one of the holes with a shot and you take the shot out of the bowling ball. <laughs> was, Jay, was so Jason having just a little funny. too much fun yesterday? Maybe a little too much Good. fun. Good. Good for him. He deserved he it. He 100% yeah. deserves it. It makes and, me and so he, happy. And, and he was cheering on his brother and, oh man, it was great. Oh, did you guys, did anybody venture out this morning? I did. Oh, it was brutal. Uh, slip sliding away. There is video today of some fire truck in Missouri Fire truck takes a corner on a cul-de-sac, is not going very fast. Scott, the entire fire truck does a 360, yeah. like in a movie. Tokyo Drift style. Yeah, and then ends up actually in the driveway they're supposed to be in. Just, It is the craziest thing I've ever seen. It Man. was slick as snot. So I, I, had, to, I had to run a, a recipe over to Heather's house this morning. And, you know, we don't live on hills, but our driveways, you know, yeah. go down. Like most driveways do. So I, I stepped out of my house. I didn't even have to lift my foot to get to the street. I slid all the, all way, the way down, down my driveway. 
Sam, you want like to one a, up like that? A, like I was ice skating. So there's an island in the middle of my apartment complex parking lot, and it is a downslope toward the island. My truck was parked on the island, and I took one step off of the gravel onto the asphalt of the parking lot and slid probably 70 feet directly to my truck. Isn't that incredible? It was insane. And then now it's like 35. Yeah, now it's it's nice, and, the, and it's, it's melting. <sighs> oh. I have a walk, do not run. All right, because I got to run, do not walk. I'll do my walk, do not run. Okay. Uh, we watched Equalizer 3 over the weekend. Yep. I'm a big fan of Denzel Washington. Oh, I love it when he checks that watch. I love Equalizer 1, and I really love Equalizer 2. Equalizer 3 is a walk, do not run. It's good. It's, it's good just enough. not what one and two it, were. It, it takes way too long to get started. It, it is a slow start. Yep. Now, once once the killing starts. It's all good. Yeah. We're good to go. <laughs> once he starts mutilating people, it's very entertaining. But it takes about 45 minutes until the killing starts. I was disappointed. It, it is a walk, do not run. Uh, he, he cannot hit a home run every single time, uh, and I would agree with everything you just said. I would agree with everything you just said. It was a good It was a good movie, was not a great movie. Coming up a little bit later uh, on the Dana and Parks program, Snoop Dogg on an airplane was not Snoop Dogg on an airplane. Oh, it's so bad. We will talk about that coming up. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> then- not even close. Oh, my Ma'am. gosh. Uh, also coming up today, um, ooh, enormous case out of Topeka involving a very avoidable goof in a triple homicide oh. capital case. Oh. Wowza. Okay, we'll get to all that and much more coming up in just a moment. Dan Weinbaum's got the news coming up in two minutes. Sam Stevie the third, Dana Wright. My name is Scott. Here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 